Good evening, one and all, to this Christmas Eve service. It's delightful to be with you here on this chilly evening, and we invite you to leave your coat on if you need to. Uh, it's a little chilly in here even, uh, but we are so delighted to be together, to worship the Lord, and to spend these moments uh, reflecting on what Christmas Eve means and what tomorrow brings. My name is Keith Reeser, and I'm the lead pastor here, and it's my pleasure to welcome and to introduce our evening. As the hurry and the scurrying goes on in this world, and perhaps the Zoom parties and all of the meetings that you have had, I hope that this evening means that you have come to completion of all of your checklists, everything's done, all of your Amazon packages are repackaged into prettier packages, and all of the things that you uh, prepared for are ready. Um, we hope that tonight is a, a moment for you to pause, for you to reflect on what Jesus means to each one of us, 
And it's a moment for us to reflect, to sing praise songs to Jesus, to thank him for all that he has done for us. And it's also a time to welcome him, welcome Jesus into this new year as we can all look forward to what a new year should mean for us. And we hope and we pray for many new, good, refreshing things. In the midst of everything, we acknowledge the fact that we aren't going to get everything perfect in our worship tonight. But that's not the point. The point of this gathering is to prepare our hearts to worship God. It's to prepare our hearts for Jesus coming to this world. As we do every year, we, we like to pause and to reflect, to listen to the beauty, to listen to the holy pauses, and to thank Jesus. So that I, I, my hope is that you will worship Jesus a little bit sweeter, uh, you'll, you'll smile, and you'll be refreshed this evening. So, without further ado, I want to share a Merry Christmas from Newburgh Friends, and I want to pray for us as we begin and continue in worship of Him. So would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this Christmas Eve that we can gather, we can smile together, we can worship together, and we can bring a joyful noise to you. We thank you for your provision in our life. We thank you for your love and protection. And we do truly pause our hearts. We say, Jesus, would you enter in? Help us to glorify you. Help us to be grateful. And help us to go from here with joy bursting out of our heart because we know what you've done for us, Jesus. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Let's continue.
Memories of a mother and a baby's cry is the sound of love. Come down, come down, Emmanuel. Oh, is the song for the suffering? Is Messiah the hope you found yourself uh, worshiping the Lord and whether it was because of an instrument or because you knew the words to the song even if the lyrics weren't up there 
But I hope that you've had a moment to pause and give uh, glory to the Lord. I think this season has been truly one of which uh, everything is different. But not everything. We have so many things that are fairly typical. When you go around, you'll still see Christmas lights. Some people put them up, I think, in September this year. Christmas cards, uh, hopefully you received or gave some this year. Or you have presents that are wrapped neatly and sitting under a tree of some kind here this year. But I think you'll look past these things and see that there's much more. But this year, we also have those awkward smiles from behind a mask where you have to read people's eyes to see if they're happy with you or not. But you can, as I've seen from children, children still t stick out their tongues and they can't be seen. So now they can get away with it. But we greet each other in different ways and from distances. And we've, we've found a new reality that we long for something different, though. Am I right? We long for a different day. And I think t this year, we, I've longed uh, ever so more for true relationship. Perhaps you've thought this year um, what it would be like to just sit in front of a fire and stick your feet up and to be able to enjoy a casual conversation without a mask. Doesn't that sound crazy that you even have to declare how nice that sounds? Or to just feel the affection of holding someone's hand or um, being closer to people. We've had so many different ways that we've had to learn to relate to one another. But it circles back of our longing for relationship. And this has stood out to me in a rich and a true way this Christmas as I think about the God of this universe and the distance between us and him. And he decided in his infinite mercy and understanding and compassion that he wanted to create a relationship opportunity for us to be drawn back into relationship with him. You see, there was a separation. There was a distance. And so this year... I've really been longing, what does it look like to have true relationship with God? You know, you can't put up a manger scene and that will fix it. You can put up one and it can help you reflect, but it doesn't mean that you've got it all figured out. It won't fix the distance between you and God. And you can have a light show that's in your yard that can be seen by the astronauts Yet it doesn't change your relationship with God. You might bring a smile to a passerby, but it isn't enough to change your relationship with God. You might think to yourself, maybe I should give more gifts this year, or this year I sure would like to receive these other gifts. But gifts in and of themselves, there's nothing wrong with them, but they always fall short. 
There's always lots of wrapping paper and things that get set to the side and some things that don't even get opened and you know how it goes. You long to give that present that everyone will remember and cherish forever, but presents don't get us there. We long for something that lasts. And if you've ever seen the movie Elf, you know that singing loud for all to hear is how we bring the Christmas cheer up, right? But no matter how loud you sing and how good or bad your voice is, it really doesn't matter. Eventually, there's no more songs. And we see signs of people saying, just be kinder to everyone. That, that's a, where we all need to be starting. And kindness is wonderful. Being kind is great. But in and of itself, it falls short. We long for more. So I want to take us back this year to consider the early characters of the Christmas story. I want us to consider what it meant for these individuals to be drawn into relationship with God in a tangible little baby. Whether it was an announcement or it was seeing Jesus for the first time, they all interpreted it with a holy wonder and amazement. Think of Mary. a virgin who had knew no man, and she was halted in her activities and told, you will conceive and bear a son, and he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. And the stories had to be stirring in her mind of the Messiah that had been foretold for generation upon generation, She was to carry the Son of God. And we see many times when Mary pondered these things, dwelled on these things in her heart, and thought of them often. Perhaps it gave her the courage and and the audacity to believe that God could use her. Or think of Joseph, a man who had been told that he needed to get married and he needed to find a virgin bride and and he had started to build the house to prepare for their wedding that would be in about a year and then she breaks the news to him that she's pregnant imagine yourself in joseph's shoes sure god told you you're pregnant because god told you But then an angel visited Joseph and reminded him that God was on the move and it was going that he was to take her as his wife, even though society would rather throw Mary to the side. And then he was, Joseph was to take her as his wife and he was to protect her. He was to help protect. And he was even warned through a dream that he was to flee because they needed to run to Egypt because the baby was to be killed. Now consider the shepherds. Consider these men who really didn't have a great life. 
whether it was cold, hot, rainy, snowy, sunshine, whatever the day brought, you faced it. You didn't go visit with the shepherds just for no reason. People didn't just come out and check in on the shepherds. They were loners, protecting sheep. The only time people visited with them is when somebody came out and probably said, you know what sheep are going for these days, and gave them the latest news of the town, perhaps told them what, if they sheared their sheep what they would get for the wool. But these, these men didn't get told important information. They weren't the most civilized. They stunk. They were looked down upon in society. They were not the who's who. Yet who did God send a legion of angels to announce through song, to, to announce his coming, his sending of his son? He came to these shepherds. And if I would have been one of those shepherds, I would have been running to that manger to find this new king. Or perhaps the wise guys, the magi, these astrologers that studied the stars. And because they studied the stars, they started to recognize this one's different. And so they packed up their gold and their frankincense and their myrrh, and they began to travel for who knows how far. They were from the east. That's not a great thing to know. We don't really know how far these men traveled. But they went and followed a star and followed it all the way to Jesus. Now, each one of these experienced a level of trust and faith that is hard for us to fathom because what have you been told that was that impactful to society? But when they were told, they had great faith, and they believed, and they got the message out, and they believed with their whole heart. Wouldn't it be wonderful to have such faith? I hope you'll consider this year a few things. Perhaps you're running low on faith. You're not feeling great after all the things that this, this year has thrown your way. Perhaps you, you want to be a better person. You want to do kinder things this year. Maybe you're already preparing your 2021 uh, resolutions. But those nice thoughts, those good deeds, those things that you hope to do, they will never change your relationship with God. My hope this year is that you will truly want to search after maybe even tonight, this Jesus that came to this world for you. Because he loved you, he wanted relationship with you. How beautiful to behold the God of this universe coming in the form of a baby. Babies can't defend themselves. They can't communicate. They can't do anything. They can look cute. But God became flesh because he longed for relationship with you. Consider how Psalm 95 says it. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. 
Let us sing psalms of praise to him. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the mightiest mountains. The seas belong to him, for he made it. His hands formed the dry land too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. We are the people he watches over, the flock under his care. If only you would listen to his voice today. Would you listen to his voice today? Would you give him all of your praise and your worship? Would you believe and trust in him here in these moments? It's a scary thing to believe that God can take all of your cares and, tr and truly get cast all your cares on him. My hope is that you'll believe today. Like Acts 16.31, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. My hope is that you will believe not in some fairy tale, but in this God that longs for relationship with you. Secondly, I hope that you will trust. You will trust God with your very breath, your every moment. Don't let the fears of this world freeze you in isolation and feeling stuck in your own sin. Trust that God is worthy of you giving everything to him. Submit your fears to Jesus. As the verses before in Psalm 95 said, he is the good shepherd. He wants to care for you. In Isaiah chapter 12, Verse 2, it says, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my shield. He has become my salvation. Proverbs 16.3, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And lastly, obey. Obey that nudge, that calling, that prompting that is happening in your life, that you would obey God with everything. When you ask yourself, do I have everything together? Is all of my stuff put together well? And if you're honest, you recognize that you don't have everything together. We need to obey and trust that Jesus can hold us together. As Romans 5.19 says, For just as through the disobedience of the one man many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of one man many will be made righteous. You can be made righteous through belief and trust and obedience in Jesus Christ. This is my longing for each one of us, that you would believe this this year. And I want to share from the heart of Mary when she was told the good news by the shepherd, or by the by the angel. <laughs> I don't know what the shepherds told her, but but the angel said these things to her and surprised her and alarmed her. And she could have said so much, but she says this in Luke chapter one. 
Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, every generation will call me blessed. For the Holy Mighty One is holy. And he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all to whom fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and the haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. So may we be like Mary. May we be like Joseph and trust. May we be like the shepherds and obey and believe. May we be like the magi who are willing to travel to worship God. May we find ways to worship God completely this Christmas. These are my hopes for this church and for you here today. It would delight us to know that you are right with Jesus and you're ready to worship him this year for the first time. That would make all the difference. That would make 2020 worth it. We would love to know that you're worshiping him for the first time. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you that we get an opportunity here today to sing of these praise songs to you, to listen to the stories of old that are so true. Help us to believe in our heart of hearts and with all of our soul, mind, and strength that you are the God of this world. You loved us enough and longed for relationship that you came to be with us. Help us to trust you. If we already know you, help us to know you more. If we don't know you yet, help us to just innocently cry out to you, Lord, I trust you completely. Help us to obey, Lord. And may our obedience mean that we love our neighbor with our hands and our feet, that we would love others well and serve you, Jesus, for you alone are worthy of our praise. Lord Jesus, we say Merry Christmas, and we say Happy Birthday, and we are reminded of these things because you are worthy of our praise. Thank you for coming to this earth. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
That was beautiful. Now it's your turn to sing here in a few minutes. All right, we're going to do some carols. Now, my wife likes to put on, I don't know, maybe it's Pandora or Spotify, and like she starts the day after Halloween with Christmas music. So it's been going six weeks. I love Bing Crosby, but I mean, come on, Nat King Cole, beautiful stuff. But there's one in the rotation, Perry Como does the story of Christmas, the story of Jesus. And uh, I just loved it. And a few weeks back, I said, I think I'm going to snag that for Christmas Eve. And we're going to, I'm going to do the Perry Como narration, and we're going to sing five carols together in the middle of it. All right? So you guys are my singing group tonight. But let's sing together. It starts like this. I'd like to tell you the most wonderful, the most beautiful, the most exciting story in the whole world. The story of the first Christmas. Now suppose you make believe this is many, many years ago, a long time before you were born. You're standing on a hillside near a little town in Palestine. Do you see the man in the distance, walking slowly, leading a donkey? His name is Joseph. Someone is sitting on the back of the donkey, and her name is Mary. They've come a long, long way, and they're headed for a little town near the hillside on which we're standing. Something very special will happen in this little town tonight, for this is the little town of Bethlehem. Sing it with me. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by. Yet in follow Joseph and Mary into the town of Bethlehem. It's getting dark and all the rooms at the inn are taken. But the kindly innkeeper tells them they can spend the night in the stable nearby. Now, I told you something was going to happen, and it did. A baby boy is born to Mary and Joseph, whom they call Jesus. They have no baby's crib, so Mary puts little Jesus to sleep in the soft, sweet hay of a manger. Away in a manger, no crib for a boy. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus. Let's tiptoe out to the hillside near Bethlehem, where the shepherds are tending their flocks. All at once, the shepherds are frightened. You'd be frightened, too, because a great light suddenly shines in the sky. Even the animals are hushed and still. But then you hear the voice of the angel of the Lord 
and you are no longer afraid. For the angel brings good news, news of a Savior born this day, news of Christ the Lord. The first Noel the angel did say was to certain poor shepherds in still with the shepherds on the hillside near Bethlehem. We hear the shepherds ask the angels, where do we find the Christ child? And the angel tells them to go to the manger. And as they leave, the sky is filled with other angels singing, glory to God and on earth peace, goodwill to men. The shepherds hurry to the manger. They fall on their knees before the baby and they worship him for he is Christ the Lord. the sky. Do you see that bright star twinkling in the heavens? Far away, three men are looking at that star, just as we are. They're riding on camels, and they're using the star as a guide to lead them to the Christ child. Who are these three men who are following the star? Oh, 
Yes, the three men on the camels are the three wise men. The new star guides them straight to the child, to a little baby who has been born in a manger. There the three wise men present gifts to the Christ child, the first Christmas gifts ever given to anyone, a gift of gold, of frankincense, and of myrrh. And they fall on their knees to worship him. And now a great peace settles on the night, for it is a holy night. If you would all stand with me and grab your candle, please. I'm going to give a little bit of instruction because what's 2020 without a little bit more instruction and guidelines? Um, these candles, as you know, are, we're going to be coming around. We're going to be lighting the edges of the row of your candle. Please let them come to you with the, the, the lit candle, okay, when they first light yours. But everyone else... You hold it lit still like this and let others come to you to light theirs, okay? Is everybody clear on that? There is another key moment because since we're in mask season, sounds like a hunting season or something, you cannot blow out your candle with your mask on. Please do not light your mask on fire. We don't want that at all. You will have to lower it below your chin to blow it out when the time comes, okay? I don't want to see any masks on fire this evening, okay? This is a, a, a treasured tradition that we love, but we do not want to add that in. So we are delighted to sing Silent Night together. So if those who are going to come in light would come forward, and then they will come to you, and we're excited to do this together.
can blow out those candles now. This is why when we celebrate Christmas, we think of Bethlehem. We think of the Virgin Mary, and we think of the three wise men. And the birth of the Christ child, the first Christmas, oh, come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing that chorus with me again. Oh, come let us Thank you for this season. We do give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Lord, we come uh, to the humble little child born in Bethlehem, and we come to the great and awesome King. 
who stands at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And we worship you tonight, Jesus. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Holy Spirit. God, we give our lives to you afresh and anew tonight. Be with us, Father, in our coming and going from now through forever. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas. You can either take your candle with you or you can put it in a box as you leave. There is a, a postlude coming up by Doreen. So stand with us and enjoy that before you go.